on the fences of the pets, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. How are you? Okay, welcome to the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Here is your host for the evening, Mr. Derek McCaw. Thank you, Mr. Price. It was an honor having you here from beyond the grave. This is Derek McCaw, <laughs> Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting from that undisclosed location deep, deep underground known as the Brett Cave. It is... Wednesday, September 12th. Again, that's just a timestamp so you know what we know and what we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> because always on a Thursday, some really important news breaks. We could say it was the 9th and we could be looking forward to the 12th and predict that. That would make us seem a lot more prescient it would. Or, or slow in your editing. And I'd rather make you look good. Okay. As you yourself make you look good. Ah. Uh, uh, why don't you say that in real life? Because then you get all <laughs> mushy and, okay. you, and you try to get close to me and I don't like that. Okay. Uh, of course, to our right, our <laughs> announcer, contributor, fantastic interviewer. Alien. And apparently tonight, Alien. He's just, he hasn't blinked in like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you touched the skin? It's really, um, I don't like no it. no heat coming off. Are your me. pupils vertical? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh, dear God. Callisto, thank you. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. I am Nate Costa. All right. Man of a thousand voices. Uh, indeed. Uh, and unblinking eyes. And <laughs> across cold, from cold, me at the table oh, is our podcast producer and moral compass. Blinky Rick Brett Snyder. Blinky Rick. That's That was his prison name. <laughs> Cheek. Blinky Rick. Okay. So uh, we've got a lot of uh, stuff to cover tonight. We've got... Uh, of course, uh, the incredible X-Men death spoiler. Uh, it wasn't us. It was the Associated Press that spoiled it. Uh, they what spoil it, everything. What is the Red Hulk doing this week to piss off Nate? Uh, a new graphic novel in direct contradiction from DC's last week usage of the t- term Judas. Mm. Um, and a couple of new Zero issues. No, they didn't actually use A review the of the... Uh, Oh, and we just got this in on the Fanboy Planet page. A request from Brian K. Shimada. Hey. And we're going to read that live. Doing things live. We don't even know what we're doing here. Loving uh, got it. A recap of the Scholastic Graphics and uh, something from Image that uh, Rick thinks you all ought to be reading. We're going to be talking about the Marvel movie rumor news. Um, that almost made sense. Uh, what's going on with Star Trek. And, hey, we got some new TV shows coming up. And uh, just before the podcast, Rick posted on the Facebook page that we were about to record and people could write in and make requests for what we were going to talk about. And so, yes, we've got a couple there. They work. How about that? And, of course, uh, some gaming news, uh, gaming reviews from Rick and something from the world Just of wrestling. Just of wrestling. News. But I should mention, of course, you probably... How did you get this podcast? You may have gotten it through iTunes. You can subscribe to us on on iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes. Download that new iTunes that they just released today. And hopefully you like us when you rate us. And you can Uh, listen to us through your iPhone 5 that you pick up on, what, the 20? I don't know. I'm not doing that. 
Um, and that's uh, the, it's they're more likely to listen on their new iPod touches. Oh, yes. It's like five of those. Okay. Uh, and you can get us on the Stitcher app available for your iPod touch. Uh, or you can, of course, listen to us through dub, dub, and your dub, Android. dot fanboyplanet.com. What about Apple TV? Can you listen through Apple TV? I yes, you can. Would you want to? You Absolutely. Can. Oh, then we got to do some can more video. Surround sound? We got, we got to do some more video. No, you can do audio through. Yeah, I know, but we got to do some more video. Come on. Look at, okay. Look, with the, the, the way your makeup is tonight, this should be telecast. This is leftover from last night. I I, I didn't want to say anything, okay. but okay. Um, Been busy. Oh, that's a, yes. Good night, Colette. And uh, so, uh, what else? Of course, and of course, if you if you if you're still with us through all these shenanigans, then really, come on, you need you know do a little on PayPal. All right, so uh, let's uh, get to the big thing. First of all, we have a letter. We have a letter. A letter. Which what? I have hidden from you guys. He's because been teasing us. I was, was so excited by this. sent through media mail or is it electronic mail? I got it through the email to mm-hmm. editor at Fanboy Planet. But it came across an ocean. I thought, there came... was a, I thought there was a theme song for email. Oh, there is. Go ahead. I didn't know if you, know, you want to create something new for yourself. You want to carve your own little... Little corner of the go melody. ahead. Use sure. it. Use I'll whatever you feel comfortable. Use. All right, go ahead. It's amazing. We've got fatty mail. That was that was all brand new. Oh, wow, huh? wow. That's all in fair use. <laughs> <laughs> this letter did come from across the pond, from England, and how I know because he spelled program with a with two M's and an E. Um, Public school, uh, <sighs> European school. No. Or he's Chris Garcia under an assumed name. <laughs> but no, because this letter implies that he's dated. Uh, this is uh, oh. from... Oh, I know that's not true. Chris Garcia, that's in your face! Not here to defend himself. He's got a long-term girlfriend. This, this letter is actually from... From Canada. From Lewis Davis. <laughs> Ready? And the title is Batman Live. I have to apologize to Linda right now because she listens. <laughs> okay. I've got to say this right now. Hi, Linda. I was th- so thrilled by this, and you will be thrilled too, because this is how high up we go. Ready? Hey, guys. I'm not even going to do the British accent because I don't want to offend this guy. I wanted to write in. Long do time. It. Do the British accent. Long time listener. First time writer inner here. I've heard you talk about the Batman Live show a few times on the program, E. And I just... <laughs> no, sorry. Don't offend him. I know. I'm sorry. On the program. And I just want to think that's not... That's not, that's not I part just, of the accent. I just wanted to give you a heads up for an Easter egg of sorts within the show. My wife was on the design team Ooh. for the show. And one of her tasks was creating the map of Gotham that appears on the floor and elsewhere and throughout the show. This required naming a whole load of streets, and she enlisted me to help give them a DC feel. Cool. I am so jealous of you right now, Lewis Davis. Um, <laughs> first of all, because you get to see the show. You should keep your eyes out for a slew of streets named after Suicide Squad characters, e.g. Braun Street and Tiger Street. Sweet. And the selection of streets named after DC characters with the title Doctor that surround the Gotham Hospital. Just thought you might enjoy looking out for those. Keep up the good work, Lewis. Wait, is Lewis saying that he didn't name any streets after us? Uh, yeah. That, that, uh, well, I mean, there's that going. I thought it was going to be like, oh, there's <laughs> Fanboy Street and Planet Street and, and Derek Street and Nate Street if, and Rick if, Street. If hey, there was hey. Macaw Terrace. Awesome! <laughs> but, you know, I'm not saying we went... What I'm impressed by is that somebody who actually worked on Batman Live listens Absolutely. to our podcast. Yes. I was so excited. Um, again. So, again, just thrilled. Thank you, both 
and from England. A letter from England. I love finding out people listen to us in England and and globally. I know we do. So do they get offended if we call it Jolly Old England? Only if they're so. not jolly. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know. How could you be offended by jolly old England? We don't. People call us the crotchety U.S. of A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they kind of do, but not, <laughs> but not to our face. Oh no. no. Um, let's not go there. Let's not get politics tonight. Um, uh, was that political? I didn't know. It can be today. Okay. Today it's sensitive. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's get to some comics news. First of all, uh, I think the biggest the biggest thing was requested. Now I just read Brian K. Shimada's uh, request on the Facebook page, as well as from a listener, uh, Bob Hole, who posted on the Facebook page a similar request. What do you think? Okay, and Nate has read this, so by the time this is posted, this is not a spoiler for any copy? for any comics fans. <laughs> but today in Avenger in A versus X number eleven, a long time uh, a, a, a an anchor of the Marvel Universe is killed and the New York Post uh, spoiled it yesterday and the Associated Press picked it up and spoiled it today as to who was killed in A versus X. So go ahead, Nate, and read the obituary. Let me tell you. Yes, please do. That news, whatever you want to call them, I'm doing air quotes about news here. Mm-hmm. Should not be spoiling stuff that happens in a comic book. Now. Right. True enough. The, am I supposed to say who died here? Is that the obituary? Yeah, I think we can. We can okay. go ahead. I'll I'll read go ahead. Professor Charles Xavier's obituary. For the fifth time. My man doesn't get shot or stabbed. He gets hit with a bunch of energy. So he might not be dead. That's true. He's he is down. This is less of a death than Johnny Storm's death when he got sent to the. Which, if you zone. recall, that was spoiled, and everybody rushed to the stores and exactly. bought the de- that issue of Fantastic Four in which Johnny Storm died, and he was dead for a year. Except I remember when that came out, and we sat in elusive, and we looked at that page and went, "They just held up the costume. That doesn't mean he's dead." Exactly. See, when I when I was flipping through it in the store, I saw this panel, yeah, which shows Scott Summer, thought, Summers too. in silhouette with an arrow in the back of his neck. But of course, he's Phoenix endowed, so. Yeah, See, now fine. the funny thing is I thought when I heard that somebody was going to die, I thought it would be Cyclops. Yeah. And my reasoning was that he actually deserves to die he deserves to die. But That's that, the only way he gets but, redemption. But the fact that Cyclops is alive yeah. has confused the heck out of my children who only know the X-Men through the movies. Oh. And he died in the and last one. And he died in, in the... Or he disappeared in the last one. He's dead. No. He disappeared. He disappeared. Just like Professor X kind well, of fell over. <laughs> Except Professor X could put his brain, his mind, into someone else in the movie, and Cyclops doesn't have that ability. No, I mean in this. Uh, in this uh, yeah, you know, if you're a good enough writer, like if I was, if I was trying to write oh, away, good from, enough writer. Yes, if I was trying to write a way out of that for another movie, which is not going to happen, um, I would just say that Jean Grey had put him someplace where he'd be because she right. loved him so much. She right. put him someplace put him where he'd someplace be safe. Accepted. Well, no, I'm going to say the the other movie is going to happen. It's called X Men First Class Two. Days of Days of Future Past. Yeah, that's the work on. But the thing is that that's going back in time. That is from is the sequel to First Class. Sure. And 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 they're all that's where they're going to move forward from. I, Place the X Men in its own time period. I think that's the good a good decision. <laughs> right. Um, so, um, yeah, so Bob Hole and Brian Shimada both asked, like, can we talk about the larger issue of spoilers? Like, yeah, he said, like, 
when Robin died back in the 80s, was this that big a deal? Yes. And the death of Superman. Superman, yeah. Yes. I can't tell you how many people still come up to me and say, I've got my death of Superman, my Superman number 75 in the plastic. In how much the plastic is that worth? worth? Uh, 75 cents. cents. Yes, Maybe. Whatever. If you can find a buyer. <clears throat> exactly. Because everybody bought it. And that's the purpose. Marvel and DC both. They're both, both guilty of this. I mean, that's why just last week, uh, Superman and one, or two weeks ago, Superman and Wonder Woman kissing the sold little out. death. The little death. No, they did not have Le Petit More. Um, that, Off uh, panel. It, it, no. <laughs> no. I know we're talking about AVX right now, but did you guys read the Justice League International? Was it the zero issue or was it the annual? Annual. No, I did Three not read the it. They finished the, up the series. Yeah. Well, I didn't see it. it, it I gave up on that series. Which annual? Justice League. JLI. Just JLI. Justice oh, League no, no. Booster yeah. Gold watches Superman and Wonder Woman kissing on a pan- like a TV panel. Like they have nice. satellites watching all this. Nice. Because he's with TMZ now. And another version of future Booster Gold comes in and is like, oh, no, this isn't supposed to be happening. And then everybody like disappears. What? what? Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. All the JLI people disappear? I think it was just the boosters that, dis- or one booster disappeared and one of them was dying. I don't know. It was, who knows? I'd have to read it again. Oh, and tell you what happened. Damn it! Now I have to read it because yeah, what you you're do. implying is that, that the booster gold that we liked uh-huh. appeared Still again. Exists. Damn. And is <laughs> wow. Uh, a vein. But just, now he disappeared. That's, so that's, that's in my that's head. That's just that's so that's so evil that they would put something like that in such a a throwaway book. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's you know, but of course and it was written by Jeff Johns and Dan DiDio. <laughs> that 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 says a lot. I know you're just the messenger, but I'm killing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, there you go. They just they put the, they spoil these things, just like Peter Parker unmasked himself in Civil War. That yeah. was that was spoiled. The Mary Jane, the erasing of the of the marriage. Yep, and and that's been paying off. That's been paying off for years. So the fact that they got that they, that they spoiled them, spoiled it. Yeah. I mean, as much as we hate it as fans, because we believe editorially they're trying to build up and they're trying to offer us some surprises. Yeah. The reality is, first and foremost, they're in the business to make money, and I've argued that with with friends that get upset. Even we're upset about the new Fifty Two. It's like, well, look, sales were down. They tried something. They had to try something to reinvigorate sales. It worked. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the long-time fans were were ticked. It worked. And that's their number one priority. Sorry, it really isn't to satisfy us and our inner child after years. Because, again, you like those old stories? Go ahead and buy them. They're in collections. They're in showcase. They're in archive. They're well, in chronicles. That's true, but you don't get an opportunity to be surprised at, no. at, 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 when you're on these second readings and stuff. And we live – I mean, it's not just comics. We live in a society where – the marketing people get a hold of any piece of art, and yeah. they they look and say, "How can I sell this?" Because that's and I their can job. sell it by chopping up the best parts and get, feeding it to you in a thirty second TV commercial. And then when you go into the theater, you're going to know all the best jokes. You're going to know the best scenes because their job is to get you into the theater. Their job is to get you in the comic book store, not for the secondary right. market, but they want to get the person in who thinks that they've got that. There's a, a. I mean, this is when Barack Obama was on the cover of Spider Man. And that thing sold like crazy. Went into five, horrible story. five or six printings, and it didn't matter. People weren't reading it. They went because they wanted the Barack Obama cover. 
But this is uh, thinking they could turn it around, and it's sitting there in the vault next to Superman seventy five. I had, well, I had mine graded. Is worth about three dollars, while the Superman is okay. worth about seventy-five cents. Okay, thank you. Cover uh, price on both. But right? the real spoiler is that Professor X isn't dead. He's just going to lose the use of his legs, which he shouldn't have had in the first place. Well, okay. he's gotten the legs back and forth. Exactly. And he, he should have. They no... cloned him a body in the Shatar Empire. Well, that was pointed they, out in Bleeding Cool today, today, like all the other death issues and how he's been brought back and blown yeah. up and bought I mean, back and blown. And up. not only that, but that issue. Is a huge cluster F. Uh, if we're spoiling everything anyway, please let's not. Let's not. <laughs> that's that's big enough. We know we we excused ourselves from from the because okay. the AP. Won't, I won't spoil anything else except for the fact that you can't tell what's going on. I mean, it's yeah. not even that the art is bad. It's just that because the art's good. But you can't clearly see. Oh, this is so and so. The pacing of the story. Just flipping through is like everybody seems to be in silhouette because there's all this flames going on exactly. and it's trying to be artistic, but it's hard to tell. And it's it, that's exactly what. It, and there's no captions saying. Meanwhile, this is what's happening to Scarlet Witch and Cyclops. And meanwhile, this is what's happening to Emma Frost and the Hulk because all you see is an outline and. A huge flash and somebody's falling. Uh, who is it? You don't know. But this is this is why I'm enjoying so many smaller house magazines these days because the stories are great. The, the stories on non DC and Marvel books truly are uniformly getting better. Like everything, Image is just putting out good book after good book. Thief okay. of Thieves sur- continues to surprise me. Mm-hmm. Manhattan Projects, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Saga. Saga. These and these don't Walking Dead. These don't have the um, Walking Dead is is getting there though because I was I went out and bought that book before the collected uh, graphic novel because I didn't want one hundred spoiled for me because I'd heard there's something <laughs> happening in that. Um, but uh, but the smaller books because they aren't in the in the general con- conscious you can still get that sense of wonder conscious. story from yeah the the, the um, those are those are great books well, why don't we jump ahead just a second there because you just mentioned Manhattan Projects and yeah. you wanted to talk about that tonight so from image here's a perfect example trade paperback 15 bucks 14.99 14.99 cover price who knows where you can pick it up on various vendors and such um hickman the Who you amazing, love for Fantastic Amazing Four. writing um, and a much darker story than Fantastic Four, but still very intricate. Jumps in at the beginning of the story. You have to kind of back read to figure out what's going on, You, but you read forward. Great pacing. Uh, Patara, um, this guy's art is right up there with um, I'm Quite trying to, Quitely. Um, a little grittier, but just as much detail in every panel. This is the first five issues. Well, okay, sum it up. What is the what is the concept? Basically, of you've got projects? a post World War II USA alternate uh, reality, or maybe not, where all the <laughs> all the the famous scientists are being brought into this project. Where the Manhattan Project was an, uh, was to build the bomb, right? Um, but this is Manhattan Projects, and they're just incredibly to build insane. Build in Chicago? M- no, <laughs> Mul- <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, and they needed Einstein to work on those. Um, hmm. Alternate dimensions, encounters with aliens. Building, Einstein, building. Oppenheimer. Who else is in it? Uh, 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 Oppenheimer. Um, of course, it doesn't. 
Warner Von Braun. Um, Basically, a who's who of science. The, uh, who's who of science. Yeah. And the there are a number of really kind of dark undercurrent stories going on. Not everybody's who they seem to be. It's Here really it involving. Uh, yeah, you got uh, which is the president? Uh, Harry Truman. Harry Truman. Truman. Not a genius. American president, Freemason. Joseph Oppenheimer, Albrecht Einstein, Richard Feynman, Enrico Fermi. Fermi, yeah. Harry mm-hmm. Daglian, Werner von maybe. Braun. But even if you don't, and even then, if his uh, names don't mean FDR anything to you. is an artificial intelligence yeah. program because he was a better president. So true. Um, so, uh, well, so. that's interesting. Look forward to that. And meanwhile, you go back over to Marvel, and and uh, they're putting Red Hulk in a book to irritate you. Go ahead. No, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this book. The only thing that's irritating me about this book is, again, Steve Dillon drawing a Hulk. I like Steve Dillon's art, but mm-hmm. when he draws a Hulk, it's just a bigger guy. And this book is Thunderbolts, uh-huh. starring Red Hulk as the leader. Because okay. he's General Ross, so he knows how to General, General Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. Ross yes. exactly. uh, he's got really? Elektra, Punisher, Agent Venom, and Deadpool on the team with him. I see. And they have a black and red uh, motif going in on their uniforms. It's really cute. <laughs> I was with um, you until the moment you said that. Daniel Way has been writing Deadpool, if I'm not mistaken. For yeah, last... and had written some of Ghost Rider and Punisher. He's, yeah. he's, yeah. he's, he's in but these, these guys are not a black ops team. They're out out in the full sunlight, uh, calling themselves Thunderbolts, and I believe so. Yeah, yeah. This is a big change from the taking names. two runs so far. Okay, so you're looking forward to that one. Looking forward to it. As soon as they change the artist, I'll be even more looking forward to it. <laughs> Okay, um, over, back over DC, you picked up Team 7, number 0. Yes. So, uh, which is kind and of... And I had a, to ask you who half the people in it that's were. That's true. It's a melding of an old Wildstorm concept. Right, with uh, Deathblow is like the main character in it. You had Grifter, and you had John Lynch, and yeah. a couple other people. Wait, Deathblow? Yeah. Wasn't who, it? Who is? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. No, no Deathblow. Death Blow in the original, it yes, was, uh, in the original Wildstorm, because Death Blow appeared in the red Superman two over one eye. Weeks ago. Yeah, that's Death Blow. Yeah, yeah. He's in it now. No, he was. Oh, he's okay. not no, in but it now. he has been brought he has into been the DC shown, universe. He was shown in Superman Annual at yeah. least. He's probably must have been in in Grifter's book. It was hard to tell in that Superman Annual because that's what oh, what's the word? Incoherent. Yes, uh, was you know. So I think he was in the Grifter book. Uh, Briefly? Briefly. Okay. Death Blow, the crazy former soldier guy? Yes. Yes. The, oh, I might have to read that book. was part of a Vietnam... Who died in the Wildstorm universe, didn't he? he was, died of cancer, he, I think. It was something wrong with him. I yeah. was reading it. Though. And they didn't bring him back to life. And so now he is back to life in the DC universe. And they did They did a couple more series with him, but they were prequels. Right, right. So... Uh, this so this has, is John Lynch at the beginning uh, talking to some shadow organization about how the superheroes, it's a prequel to the current storylines, right. of course, and about how um, any one of these superheroes is like its own nuclear bomb, and we've got to have some way of handling, of taking them, taking them out if we have to. So he's putting together a team of, uh, of people who we're supposed to recognize or maybe not. I guess one, maybe the ones who I'm not recognizing are going to die. Um, but you've got John Lynch, and you've got Grifter, you've got uh, Fairchild, uh, the father of father Caitlin, Caitlin Fair- Fairchild, Fra- who's Fairchild. over in Superboy. And you've got um, Caitlin Fairchild is in Superboy, right? 
Yeah. Um, and uh, Slade uh, Deathstroke, Slade Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Um, okay, not related before, to Wade Wilson. No. No, but uh, Slade Wilson before the eye patch. And, and uh, Diana. Diana. Dinah Laurel, who becomes Laurel. who marries the guy, not named Larry Lance. That's he named something else. Yeah. Barry Lance, something like that. It's still Lance. Lance. So she's going to marry him, become Dinah Lance. Terry Lance, who is then thought known, it was like Kent, known as Black Canary. Perry Lance, no, it is not. Oh. Kurt, Kurt Lance, so off. John so Lance Deathblow is not in this comic book. No, he's no. not. Not so far. But he is uh, in the DC James Bronson, yes. Alex Fairchild, Slade Wilson, Summer Ramos, and Dean Higgins, uh, along with Amanda Waller, still thin, and Diana Drake. Dinah, not Diana. Dana. Dinah. Yeah. Like Dinosaur. As in someone's in the kitchen with. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I hate these little things that they're putting in the back now. Every time I see this Team 7 history, first appearance, Team 7, Ten, number zero, zero, except except for their other appearances in, in Deathstroke, Deathstroke zero. Number zero, yes. Oh. See, I guess that's, a, you know, we've talked about that. that. That does seem to be the downside of the New 52 is really launching a whole universe's worth of continuity and, and crossover in one year. Yeah. And that never worked for any company that wasn't DC. Uh, and, you know, Marvel slowly wove that together. DC slowly wove that together. That was, you know, that took a the long one time. That, the one that it hurt the most, though, was when I, I – and I've I've given up on this book um, in regular prints, but I picked up the issue zero of Frankenstein, Agent of Shade. Mm-hmm. And what it hurt was to think that people are going to look at this and go, oh, the first appearance of this character was in Frankenstein, Agent of Shade number one. And they're not right. going to go back and read Seven Soldiers of Victory. Right. Right. Which is a much better story than anything they've come out with. But so I, I should point out, speaking of like uh, uh, other universes trying to be created, like um, Dark Horse tried this uh, about mm, 15 years ago. And my favorite book out of their uh, superhero universe is coming back in the next couple of weeks, Ghost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, a, a couple of viable concepts came out of that. The problem with it was they tried launching 12 different mm-hmm. different titles and characters. Is based on the movie with Patrick Swayze? No. no. Um, she's... Uh, she's more like the shadow only, uh, Lisa, actually. Uh, what's her name? Was Elisa? I can't remember what her last name was. She was killed, um, and so she came back in sort of a shadow. She has sort of a shadow Dispersed. outfit, white cloaks, yeah. cloak, and... Uh, she has guns, and the guns, the bullets were, were solid, but the rest were she could pass through things. Mm. So she started off being very much, she had no memory of who she was right. in life. And so it started off being, she, she oh, just, like a specter. She just knew that like the killer had tried to rape her or something before he, she died, so that she was very much a, uh, uh, going against men and, and against violence against women, which reasonable, but there was a larger story that kind of uh, unfolded as went through, and so now it's been like a decade since, and they're going to go back. So they're going to acknowledge everything. So it's like the crow before. with a woman. Sort of, except she stayed as the one. Uh, it didn't pass along. There was and a, she was really, really I hot. Can't, I can't remember, yes. And I can't remember why she why she lived. Or, you know, it's like I think at one point they retconned and said that she hadn't actually died. Yeah, that was There my was some kind of chem- uh, thing, but she had gone to hell. It was almost too. like, it was almost like uh, Dr. Manhattan kind of thing. Yeah, so I have to I have to reread because, uh, well, I sh- yeah, I don't know if you caught that in Before Watchmen, but they basically said Dr. Manhattan never was. 
John Osterman. That they oh, totally the, read J. Michael Straczynski yeah, retconned everything. Yeah. So there the obscenity has been ha- – you know, it's okay. Watchmen is what Watchmen is. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Before Watchmen, yeah, it's still good. Qua- everything's better with quantum mechanics. Sure. Um, and uh, so also on – I just wanted to point out we haven't had a chance to read it yet, but Walter Simonson, a giant who just finished uh, a run on Avengers, right, for Bendis? Yep. 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 Yeah, so he has a graphic novel for DC, uh, The Judas Coin, which involves uh, the Viking Prince, the Golden Gladiator, Bat Lash, Jonah Hex, uh, Manhunter 2070, Two-Face, and Batman in one history-spanning epic involving the Phantom Stranger, who doesn't appear here at all. But uh, it is indeed the coins of Judas that is there. So um, I just love that cover is just about everything that's great about Walt Simonson's work. Yes. So the layout of it, the way it's divided by the two characters there in the center. Yeah. Uh, all the detail that's going in with different scenes in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ever since Simonson, for me, uh, did he hit it before Manhunter? He was doing the backup in Detective. Oh, I forget. Uh, uh, right. No, that Manhunter was pretty much one of the first things. I forgot to mention Captain Fear, who he had drawn oh. a few uh, stories for Captain Fear. And I take it back. Jonah Hex isn't in the, in this, but it is. It's Batlash. So, this... but Simonson hit the ground with both. Just oh, hit the yeah. ground running. And oh yeah. His his art hasn't got any. He's he's been a constant. Just no, he wonderful... hasn't slipped a beat. No. And this is this is a guy like the like the recently passed Joe Kubert. I'm gonna imagine he's still at the height of his powers in his 60s. Yeah. So um, you know, there's no reason to believe he's not gonna just keep. Keep going, uh, you know. Amazing. I can still go back and read those Manhunters. Uh, oh that yeah, was, that was such well, a tasty and, little bit of the end of every detective. Oh yeah, uh, good good stuff there. And even he drew Metal Men for a while too, and those yeah. were really cool. I got, no, those were I got, got drawn into those as a kid. Um, and then he, uh, I don't know if you've seen, IDW is going to reprint as an artist edition that big oversized thing they've done, like which they did with his Thor. Yeah, you know they're doing it with his Alien adaptation. Ooh. He and Archie Goodwin had done that for Heavy Metal, and so IDW has that. I remember that. Edition I have that in the garage of Alien. So, really cool, really cool <laughs> yeah. work. I remember reading that as a kid and going, I, no, long before familiar. I saw the movie, yeah. I didn't need to see the movie because that was one of the best adaptations uh-huh. of, uh, into comics there was. So, um, and that's new. That's not a collection. This of old just comics? came. No, just came out. It's brand new. Brand new graphic just came out today. Um, and last week on the podcast, when unfortunately Nate wasn't here, but we had Chris Garcia, I was talking about kids' books from Scholastic. If you venture someplace, perhaps other than your local comic shop, though you could ask at your local comic shop, make an order. Some great stuff from Scholastic, uh, which uh, I, I mentioned this. I wanted to mention by name. I couldn't remember her name last week. Raina Telgemeier, uh, a graphic novel called Drama about a about a romance in the middle school drama club. So. Uh, tween romance. Oh, that's so uh, sweet. Yeah, and she wrote a graphic novel last year called Smile about her experiences in high, middle school and high school with braces. That's a decently sized graphic novel, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very decent. Uh, Eleven bucks, decent price. Uh, very Is that about two hundred pages. Uh, I think so. And my daughter read it in an afternoon, and it's uh, it's two hundred and thirty three pages yeah. actually. My uh, full color for ten bucks. Full color for eleven bucks. Wow! Look at that. Look at the quality. That's of that thing. amazing. That is amazing, and it's just and my daughter just ate it up. Just totally enjoyed this book. And, you, know, you know, she's a middle schooler, yeah. Um, and so it, it's you know it's got its. it's I mean, got make same. fun, but the art is uh, it's a very accessible art fun. style. I made fun. fun. I was oh, making fun, uh, saying it looks cute, but the the, the yeah, art but style inside cute. is is really quite. 
quite accessible and um, um, and again I, I not had a chance God, to it myself clean, but she clean, clean. but my daughter was raving about this and she raved about this other one that uh, I got from uh, Doug Ten Naple cardboard which uh, so Toby McGuire's production company has optioned this it's about uh, a kid whose uh, father is uh, poor but he buys him like the magic beans thing uh, a cardboard box for his birthday to use his imagination but the thing uh, is that the cardboard actually is magic and becomes whatever he imagines it nice. to be and Don't uh, think about the Stay Puff Marshmallow uh, <laughs> yes it says and, uh, the ma- neighborhood jerk Marcus warps the powerful cardboard into his own evil creations that threaten to destroy them all and so, uh, yes, don't think about the Stay Puft Marshmallow then, indeed. Where but do I know that name for him? Doug Tennaple, we talked about last week. He created the video game Earthwe- Earthworm Jim. That's right. Which I love that. Uh, he did, uh, I know I'm going to leave out some of the things, uh, but the but one I read was Creature Tech, which I really loved. Is there a bio or it's something? It's worth repeating. I'm, I'm sure, uh, from Scholastic, what's available, uh, Ghostopolis, which I have reviewed on okay. the site. yep. Uh, and so there's an article which I loved. Uh, I, I was very moved by that. Um, I love Creature Tech too, but that's I can't remember who the publisher is in that. Scholastic doesn't hasn't gotten the rights to that yet. Uh, and Bad Island about a family that goes on that uh, goes on a boating trip and they get, end up on this island where these prehistoric intelligences, uh, humanoids, had been battling and they'd gone to sleep. And so the island itself is teeming with it is alive and. The bad guys had won, but everybody went into a coma, and so the kids in the family accidentally wake them up. That's pretty heavy for Scholastic. It was no, no. I mean, it's a good kids. Yeah, it's a good kids adventure. And Doug Ten Naple is uh, just, a, and he did um, Cat Scratch for Nickelodeon too. So he had a couple of he had an animated series there. Just really creative, really inventive. And every time I read a, a Doug Ten Naple, like Ghostopolis, about this kid who. Uh, at first it seems that like it, it's, he just happens to be caught in the middle of there's a ghost hunter who crashes into his bedroom and chases a ghost into it. And then, you know, back into the land of the dead and the kid accidentally gets dragged along. And then it turns out there's a reason for it. Uh, so that it wasn't just coincidence, but the, the exploration of historical figures of family dynamics uh, it's just really moving work, and I read it. I gave it to my daughter a couple of years ago, and she loved it. And you know, and when I said, "Oh, I got this uh, by the guy who wrote Ghostopolis," she just lit up and said, "You know, can I read this?" And then, I, and then she finished that and said, "Oh, Dad, this was so good." And I said, "You know, I think I still have Bad Island somewhere." And so I grabbed that, and she's like, "Oh, that was great!" So you know, just. You know, we we get these questions from from uh, listeners and readers yes. about what kind of books they should. We should have a persistent recommended reading book list on the site. I shall try. It I, should you be know, you know like ba- I, based on age or you well, know just think, getting into comics or what do you sure. like. Sure, kind of and, and, and we from time to time have done something like that. But you're right. Maybe we should have just kind of a a living dynamic document we can all add yeah. to. Uh, do the Amazon link, whatever, if we yeah. have to. But, you know, the other, I'm always torn about that. Why, yes, I would love to be getting a little bit kickback and, and a little money for the site. The reality is, we said it last week, and I'll say it again, you can go to Linden Tree Books if you're in the Bay, in the South Bay uh, area. Yeah. In Los Altos, California, there's uh, one, Hickleby's in, uh, I think it's in Willow Glen. Uh, you know, there are... Uh, and I know that there are bookstores, but those are the two that I know directly that cater to kids and young adult books. 
and they're there. And that's you, great if you've got those stores nearby. And, and if, if you, you don't, don't, then come to the Amazon. But, you know, yeah. I would say also go to your local comic shop. I'll say, hey, go to Earth 2 if you're down in L.A. Yeah. Go to Earth 2 and, and ask somebody there, can you order drama? Can you order cardboard? Or this one, which is for an even younger set, but my son, Kid McCall, loved it, eight-year-olds, Bird and Squirrel on the Run. And so I actually asked him to verbally review it for me, and which he did. Uh, you know, he loved it. Uh, it said that squirrel is afraid to die. So squirrel is afraid of everything. Bird doesn't have any sense and is, is not afraid of anything. And they become friends. And then there's a cat stalking both of them because they're they're very good cat food. Um, and that's that is what the whole graphic novel is. But it's funny. I read I read it when yeah they've got great personalities. I can see this is an animated series. And uh, this author, so squirrels uh, like three days away from retirement. Yeah, and- kind of. Uh, <laughs> well, it's kind of they do have that moment where it's like he's got the tree full of nuts, and the bird is about to be, is you know, it's like is kind of just kind of going, oh, oh, so this is what getting eaten <laughs> by a cat feels like. I've always wondered. And then it's off off panel wall. Squirrel is just looking in terror, and it goes. There's like this crunch. Hmm, not as fun as I thought it was. Gonna be. <laughs> And so Squirrel then goes, oh, I hate this. And he takes the the key nuts out of his acorn stash so that all the acorns go and, you know, and free Deal the bird yeah. and, and, and beat up the, the the cat and take the cat off. But it was just like, yeah, it was. It is Squirrel is kind of like the three days. Of no, I'm not going to veer from this. I'm not going to have fun because i got to store away for the winter right. and all this, uh, you know. And it's just it's just really fun. And, and great for young kids, beginning readers. And look, this is how we all started, you know, books that were appropriate for us when we were kids. And again, full color. Really colorful. Beautiful art. Yeah. And $9. And that kid's, uh, kid's going to read that and sit back, right back down and read it again. And Oh, yeah. no. My son read it twice. Oh, no. I, 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 you know, it was immediately like, and then he sat, he finished it and said, can I read it to you, Dad? And then started, you know. And then after you were done wiping up your tears. Yes, I know. Yeah, that was my Facebook update. That was exactly it. This was the book because it was like, oh, yeah, we can read a bedtime story. I'm ready to go and let's do voices. And no, he's doing voices back at me. And he's, nice. you know, and he's, you know, yes. I mean, What was his read. bird voice? Well, they're all very high pitched because he's got a high pitched <laughs> yeah. voice. But it was like, hey. And the squirrel was. Hey, <laughs> and cat was hey, you know. So there was some differentiation. He's trying. Yeah, he's no, trying. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, Great. absolutely. What what else is he going to do with both his parents? You know, being hams. Uh, I I know this, but anyway, I'm just I I've got to you know when we get stuff like this, exactly when people are like, what can you give your kids? Yeah, and they're not superheroes. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, and I, I not that there's anything wrong with superheroes, no, but I have to stress to people when, when they don't understand, you know, like yeah, I like superheroes, yeah, but there was there, the uh, you know the American comics industry was dominated for a reason, hobbled perhaps by DC and what became Marvel, mm-hmm. um, mostly DC. We can really, they're the ones to blame mostly in the fifties, I'd have to say, um, but. You know, people don't realize because they just don't think about it how much, again, Disney did, you know, Carl Barks did so much over to the left. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's Fantagraphics is reprinting Pogo, comic strip stuff. And then, like I say, it's Scholastic is just moving out. And I'll, I'll pick up the next one. Uh, the other one I got in the stack was Amulet. And I can't think of the name of the writer there. But there's five volumes in that. And I should talk about that next week. I'll bring it and show you guys. Um, it's a really cool epic 
for teens again. And it's just, and it's all from Scholastic, and who would know? It's in a bookstore, not in a comic shop. The only crossover there is Bone, which they've reprinted in color in mm-hmm. by Scholastic and now are reprinting, are, are printing a, no, a tr- novel trilogy, continuing the Bone saga. So um, let's talk then uh, over to movies. Uh, there are some Marvel rumors that uh, a lot of loose tweets that a lot of loose tweets but you know i think it is just rumor at this point we do know that in the first thor the eye of agamotto just as the infinity gauntlet is there and the cosmic cube are all in yep. they're all uh, visible they're all visible in odin's treasure room so the rumor that came out this week is that doctor strange will be appearing in thor the dark world and did you there hear were so many and did you detailed hear, rumors too? Did you hear who they're looking to to cast? Uh, Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. Yeah. So mm. I don't know if I like that. I'm still uh, all for Patrick Dempsey. Mm. You know, but the 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 way they were going to get Doctor Strange in is not be a surgeon, but be a physicist like. Uh, oh, I heard surgeon. I heard working. I, with, I heard with, he was working uh, with Cat Dennings' character, oh. and uh, is it was it Cat Dennings is in the first one? With the, was, uh, yeah, so now name? she's Natalie assisting Portman's someone buddy. else now that uh, Skarsgård has moved on to work with the Avengers, mm. uh, that she's assisting someone else, and that, that would be Dr. Stephen Strange. Dr. Should, Donald Blake? Uh, no, Donald oh. Blake's been taken care of, thank oh, you. Right. Uh, that was acknowledged in the first uh-huh. Thor. Yeah. Uh, so, which is, they've had some uh, the, like leaked photos from the from the set so far of the actual fight scenes. So, like in Avengers, where, you're trying, where everybody's trying to figure out who the... The aliens are uh, who they turn out to be. No one, no one pegged Chitari till it came out. Right. Um, apparently, these photos have some creatures that are not easy to identify. So now all of the speculation begin. I thought clever to actually do that first. Let that speculation go on the longest while they do the quiet scenes later. <laughs> and, uh, so. And someone knows, too, with a start date for Captain America Winter Soldier. It makes a lot of sense, though, because if you're going to ever have to do callbacks for reshoots, mm-hmm. do those scenes later so there's not that much time difference between the original shoot. Do all your second set stuff Oh, first. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your, your second location. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was say, so Captain America, the Winter Winter Soldier also has, which actually is not news that it, it had been said, but we just never played up, is that the Falcon yeah. is going to be in Winter Soldier. And will that be Sam Wilson? Uh, is there another Falcon? Well, no, but there's there's multiple Sam Wilsons, too. I mean, the, the original Sam Wilson was a criminal, right? No, yeah. I'm sorry. That's his alternate personality, Snap. Snap, well, Snap Wilson, um, right? Right. <laughs> no, and I then you've got I the one in the Ultimates universe who is actually an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, well, who knows which way they go there. We, yeah. And I haven't seen anything of the script. But there's apparently a three-month gap. Uh, Thor's going to be finishing up sometime uh, sometime this month, allegedly. Uh, and there's a three-month gap. And Edgar Wright had mentioned he was hoping to shoot Ant-Man before the end of the year. So Marvel Studios may have room to fit Ant-Man into the shooting schedule. So I'd like to see that. But that rumor uh, cropped up. And though, even though I went nuts saying, you know, and James Gunn has 
made it seem like he was definitely on Guardians of the Galaxy. Apparently, Marvel has never actually confirmed that. But Joss Whedon went ahead in an interview and said, oh, yeah, and he's going to make me up my game because he's got this really twisted twisted view and he's going to do things with Rocket Raccoon you, you just aren't ready for it. And I'm going, like, I'm going to have to match him twist for twist. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, I was thinking about that. The uh, All I want, Nathan Fillion is Star-Lord. Yeah, no, okay. when, when they had, uh, when they had, when DC did their, their movies for a while, they were doing little shorts at the end. Mm-hmm. They did one with the Spectre. They did one with Oh, the uh, animated Dr. films, Fate. right. The animated ones. Yeah. Um, I was like, how Fate. cool would it be if at the end of like the next big movie, you had like a ten minute mini adventure they with a different about that, character. But they talked about that. There was for a while really? Marvel said they were going to do that. Or they were just kind of dropping hints and Doctor Strange was one. Like somebody had been hired to do a ten minute Doctor Strange tell uh, that would be awesome. play. Um, and that's when Patrick Dempsey said, Yes, I would like to play Doctor Strange. Because the other thing is like Vigo Mortensen, I like Vigo Mortensen, but he's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Um and if you want, but Doctor Strange is not supposed I, to be a young guy. I know, but but Viggo Mortensen is also uh, very beefy, uh-huh. beefcakey, and yet I understand when Patrick Dempsey, he's kind of he's not necessarily a nerd, but he's not overly muscled. And Doctor Strange is a mm-hmm. Steve Ditko character. I would like to see someone who looks like Steve Ditko could have drawn him be the Doctor. Oh, what about uh, what about Scott Bayo? Hmm, interesting. I know you're saying that just to. Just wait, wait. I felt that familiar grit. Hey, we got sandpaper. Okay, no, no, no we don't. The, the, the um, yeah, don't take that as a license. The uh, okay, I'm I'm I can't remember his name. Uh, John Stamos. No, the there's a there's a another good one. There's a uh, a Gillette shaver commercial. They Willie got Ames. three guys. One of them is uh, one of them's a, a singer. Each Boy one, George. Each one has a different. Oh, forget it. Oh, Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand. Yeah, and who's the first guy with the with the goatee and mustache? Uh, is it Adrian? Adrian Green. What's his name? Adrian Brody. Brody. Adrian Brody. Will it be Doctor Strange. That's a nice. That's a good match I, for I, I don't like Adrian Brody. You know. Not really. I think physical and face. You know, but you're, you know, you're right. Now that you say it, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Except Adrian Brody always ends up seeming a little too wishy-washy. wishy-washy and weepy to me. There's no pleasing me, I guess. I don't know. And I'm not even all that vested in the character. Fate is a very flawed John strange, strange Fate is something different. Fate's very flawed, too. Oh. John Stamos. Mm. Could play the arrogant Stephen Strange. Bob Saget. <laughs> Bob Saget. No, Bob Saget. Could play the ancient one. Ant-Man. He's almost Bob there. Saget is Ant-Man. Oh, he could be Ant-Man. Oh, he could be Ant-Man. Um, wow, that hurt. Uh, <laughs> and over in the Star Trek universe, we got a title. No colon, but no, a title. Yeah, that's the, no punctuation. No Star punctuation. Star Trek 2? Star Trek Into, into Darkness. And oh. in just Into Darkness, not Into The. So apparently Trek is a verb. Star Trek, Trek into, into Darkness. darkness. Yes, mm. yes. That's uh, what Simon Pegg uh, tweeted. Uh, is you know what do you do with the problem of the pesky colon? Star Trek is a verb. <laughs> so uh, here we go. Some like more fiber. Yeah, you should get more fiber. Uh, so who knows? You know what? That it's still not a lot out there. Well, it's still. And uh, what was the? Didn't they have? Uh, did they have a casting announcement for that too? 
Okay. Nothing new. I mean, we still, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Never still mind. not sure who Benedict Cumberbatch is playing. With the last thing I heard was Gary. But at least it isn't the return of Khan. You know, it's into the darkness. Into darkness, into not darkness. into the darkness. <laughs> Spider Man. You just love. You just love those the articles. articles. Yes. Uh, yeah. Next week's podcast will be produced by someone who's living. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. Uh, the better sense of grammar. No, I understand. Uh, it's just we're of that age where we want to put articles where there aren't. And we want to take them away. Let's later, you and I will go to the Walmart. And we'll, we'll rent the Batman. We'll rent the Batman. We'll get ourselves. That one works, though. Yes, it does. Because he was called the Batman. Um, uh, the old school. You guys can rent the old school. The old school. That'd be good. Oh, God. Uh, kill me now. Uh, <laughs> Sherlock the Holmes. Uh, so, speaking of. Yeah. Uh, we're getting to that time that on television all the new shows are coming. Indeed. And there's that one that seems nothing like a BBC show that we've absolutely loved. Elementary. Elementary, the canal. It's a show about canals. Uh, it, it's uh, Elementary with... Johnny Lee Miller and Lucy Liu as yes. Sherlock Holmes and and I've been told there's absolutely no romantic entanglement here, no possibility of a a Watson Holmes hookup. Right, because when you cast Lucy Liu, uh, it is not for the smoldering sexuality that not she at brings all. to every role <laughs> she's ever played. Not on Southland. I've not seen Southland. Oh. Is she she not is she kind of asexual on that show? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's a good actress. I do like Lucy Liu. She I'm was not, not a likable character on that show. She either. she plays unlikable quite a bit. That's the only downside to Lucy Liu. Yeah. Um, and she owes me a lot for I sat through that movie with Antonio Banderas. She was in, uh, it was a video game, oh, X versus Sever, colon, ballistic. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> I believe there is a review still up. In, and that's one of those, like, I went through my files and went, I saw that. I wrote a review of that. <laughs> This is the magic of the brain. And then I reread that and went, oh, it's all flooding back. No! Can't we release it? So. uh, You opened those wounds. I did. Uh, But, yes, it is. Holmes comes to America, modern day. Holmes has tattoos. Recovering from a drug addiction. And he's unshaven. Yes. Uh, So uh, it's nothing like Sherlock, the brilliant BBC uh, series. But I think the funny I'm not th- going to count it out until I see. Oh at no, least no, no! I will give it the benefit of the doubt. Episodes. But the funny thing is, of course, both Benedict Cumberbatch, who is Sherlock Holmes in Sherlock, and John and Lee Miller, who is Sherlock Holmes in Elementary, they were together two summers ago in uh, the National Theater uh, production of Frankenstein hmm. uh, f- by uh, the guy who directed Train Spotting and, and the Olympics. Um, John Stamos. No, no, it's not John Stamos. <laughs> Thank you for One your helpfulness. One of these times, he's going to be the answer. It is. Keep <laughs> trying. It's like Plan- it's Fanboy Planet Trivial Pursuit. Eventually, if you <laughs> say John clock. Stamos, bro- you will get your pie wedge. Uh, but um, who is that guy in three in the Full House? John Stamos. There we go. There you go. got it. Okay, good. Uh, Dave Coulier was the proper answer. <laughs> so I'm sorry I'm taking that pie wedge away. Uh, anyway. Uh, they were both in Frankenstein, and they and they were double cast. So that one night they would perform with Benedict Cumberbatch uh, as the creature, and John Lee cool. Miller was the, was uh, Victor, and then they'd swap. And uh, so, so they had I'm, to memorize double the lines. That's right. Oh, and God. what I'm hoping is that that's going to come out on video. They they did the broadcast in the movie theaters. So I'm hoping that they're going uh, over this past summer. They showed it, and I saw both there, and it was very interesting 
to watch, knowing that you're going to have these dueling Sherlocks as yeah. well. Um, but it's, it's not that hard to do because you have to remember your cue lines anyway going into oh, it. So. Yeah, I guess so. It's a lot. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and, and uh, yeah, so I'm hoping that will come out on home videos. So you can watch that comparison with both with both performances sure on both sides. Um, I don't know if they have yet, and so if national theater broadcasts have done home video, the one comment I, lo- I loved about uh, Elementary was that it's it's a more procedural show because it's on CBS. Oh, okay. So so there will actually be no action. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny Miller will be playing thirty years older than he actually is. Exactly. Um, then we got Revolution, the John Favreau and J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Uh, show about show. about the yeah the power goes out yes it's all about what well, somebody accidentally pulls the plug uh i don't know is, is there an explanation there's not an explanation just like an EMP no well, there's something? there's a well actually this is uh it's hotly contested in in uh fandom a science fiction fandom because there's a very popular series uh uh that is that is pretty much the same story dies the fire was the first book and i think it's sterling um okay uh it was the author he wrote a book about uh, an island um, off the east coast of the Americas being transported back in time and la- ending up um, in like the Bronze Age, and so they had all the technology they had on the little island, Massachusetts. Maybe it, um, maybe it was one of the anyway. Um, and then there was a counter to the world that they left, which when the event that took them into the, into the uh, past happened to the rest of the world. All of technology broke down. You couldn't. You could. You could burn stuff, but electricity wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, Gunpowder didn't work. Certain elemental forces no longer functioned the way it was. So everything's plunged back hmm. into the dark ages. So that doesn't make sense to me that gunpowder wouldn't work because that's a chemical reaction. I know, but they're saying that fundamental physics changed. Oh, okay. I yes. don't think that's what's happening here. I just think electricity no, this one, doesn't work. This one is leading up to the idea that there was some. There was some kind of conspiracy because you've already seen a MacGuffin uh, device that, when switched on, will bring back localized power. Okay. Uh, so there's some kind of there's going to be some long term story right, going this on takes here. Place 15 years after the power stopped. I love the fact that there was a reviewer who said, and so you've seen all seen the pictures of Wrigley Field with the ivy climbing up the side, and it's like, did we mow the side of Wrigley Field or be, uh, before? Or did, were, we, were we really trying to keep this ivy off the side? Because it's not been that, that long, 15 years, yeah, maybe. Ivy will will take over. Okay. Yeah, but where did it come from? Where did it come There's from? There's no ivy problem ivy on, on all the sides over the of buildings. Everything's gr- overgrown in 15 years. There will be. Yeah. That being said, maybe the lack of power brings out. This is on NBC, plan. right? Yes. Are they yeah. trying to start the show off with the lowest possible ratings? Why would you say on that? Monday night against Monday night football. Oh yeah, football season just started. Or are they just counting on uh, everybody? A who's little show called Heroes did okay. Yeah. A little show called Heroes was off the air in, and that was when Monday night's rating. Monday night football's ratings were terrible. Those couple years, they were like, it was right. Like, with, wasn't that the Dennis Miller years? I think so. Monday Night Football's back, so that's baby. True. That's is it? true. I have no idea. Wow. What is Do you this think he killed? you speak of? Are you telling me that Dennis Miller killed Monday Night Football that season? No. I actually Dennis liked Miller, his commentary. They tried if, to if, save if, Monday Night Football. If that is the case, I actually blame Al-Qaeda. Okay. <laughs> because Dennis Miller stopped being funny after 
Alcada. But I actually think a lot of a lot of I think the networks are actually counting on a lot of DVRing nowadays. Yeah, and most but I mean, cable what's providers. What's wrong with Tuesday night? There's nothing on on Tuesdays. There'll be something else. There'll always be something. Yeah. yeah so uh, and then such as this show, Last Resort, about a nuclear submarine that there's a declares it's, itself. And it's, it's being pinned as an office drama because apparently a lot of it is the situation room back in the United States as they try and figure out what's going on with the submarine. Then I think that's a load of crap because they've cast one of the most dynamic, dramatic actors they could as the commander of the sub. No, I, I think it's it's a split thing. because Andre Brower, who was on Homicide Life on the Streets many, many years ago. It was fantastic and really hasn't had much of a role uh, to match that power as he was as Detective I can't remember his name, Detective Pen- Pembleton on Homicide. Uh, oops, at least I'm wearing my Dalek socks. I had to take off my shoes. Uh, so, got him at Comic Con. Anyway, uh, so uh, he's he's great. Very no, intense I, I think actor. There's, there's obviously a lot of stuff. There's a lot of focus on the submarine and the people on it. They get they get a order to launch a missile against Pakistan. That they feel that there's something about it that's sketchy, and they decide mm-hmm. not to do it. Yeah, and so then something happens anyway, and they're blamed for it. Mm-hmm. So then they're they're on the run in a submarine, <laughs> and they end up on an island where it's this is the lost resort, right? Um, where they the uh, last resort, the last not resort. lost. Resort. Well, well, there was another island, wasn't there? Um, the uh, so they end up uh, declaring they're they're a sovereign nuclear nation, mm-hmm. and so hilarity ensues from there. I don't think it's a sitcom. Unless no. by office drama you meant it was like The Office. Yeah. The latest spinoff. And Dwight, Dwight Schrute uh, exactly. is on that island. Schrute uh, Farms right there. Schrute Farms. Uh, and, <laughs> and, of course, Arrow coming, which um, Troy Benson wrote into me. He wrote he was very upset that CW Poor was, Troy. was. I know. It's I like, can see how this would torture him. Yeah. yeah, yeah but for different reasons. That all the that the the tagline describes Oliver Queen as having Katniss level archery skills, and he's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I, you could hear his veins exploding. Uh, in the wow! Email. It's like what? I mean, because and then, and then Katniss has Oliver Queen level archery skills. No, she doesn't even have Oliver Queen level skills. No, but uh, kids say things. I mean, archery's gone up as a sport. People, oh, are, I believe, like, I believe it. it. But she uh, has not got a bow and arrow. She's not got a a, a, a boxing glove arrow in no, her quiver. I don't think that in the show Arrow he will have a boxing I glove you arrow. Be one. Um, I will squee, <laughs> and from wherever I am, even if it's in a dream sequence, you will hear the squee <laughs> from all across the valley. It'll be echoing, and there'll be like birds flying. <laughs> <laughs> squee. <laughs> so. Um, which, by the way, last week you promised to put some kind of music underscoring no, on and you didn't I, do it. You I, I was going to. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, so uh, who knows? But I'm, I'm planning to watch that. We'll, we'll see. What, I don't know. I'm not sure when that starts. We got a request. Speaking of television. Yes. Gonna, did I send you guys? Say I, it I faster. I sent it to you guys. Was the tweet that Donald Glover's working on his own? Yes, you uh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any more on that? No, because I lost the tweet. Yeah. Uh, well, he's just working. He's just got a sitcom development deal that could take a while, and I don't think that's a, necessarily a harm to community. No, it's great. No. And you got to remember that Don Glover started out as a writer, writer on Thirty, 30 Rock. Rock. That's yeah. right. So uh, and I'm he excited wrote, 
because community is going to be off the air anyway. And he's a very talented oh, guy. Unfortunately, I don't want it to be off the air, but it's going to be. Look, I'm going to live in denial for 13 more weeks, okay? Hmm. Uh, and he also wrote the really funny, although really weird and painful in places, mystery team. Um, which I've watched many times, and it goes, and you know, when my brother turns to me and says, "This is really dark," <laughs> I'm going, "How dark does it have to be for you to feel a need to comment?" <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is really dark, but it's funny. Um, and we got a request on the Facebook from uh, the Facebook. I went there again. Okay, you all right. Said the Facebook page, and it would have been fine. The Facebook page. We're going into the darkness uh, with uh, James Eric Myers who asked us to make uh, some more baseless uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. speculation as to what's going to happen on the, on S.H.I.E.L.D. The Shield TV, TV series. show. Will any superheroes be Is this the there? last season of How I Met Your Mother? No, it's two more seasons. Yeah. Colby. You said it before. It's yeah. still a baseless speculation. Unless it take, It's not going to take two years to get that. How long can it take to record How I Met Your Mother? Uh, the, the, there's a contractual break. Okay. <laughs> Record? Record? <laughs> they record it in front of a live studio audience, don't you, they? No. You make us... Wow. Um, you put your kinescope in front of the live broadcast, uh -huh. and uh, you go ahead. And, oh, and once again, we are brought to you by Wax Cylinder. Uh, so, any, don't knock Wax Cylinder. I, I won't. I went to high school with him. Uh, so, uh, any baseless speculation you've got this week? You, you know, Nate, you had the best, uh, casting thoughts, but, yeah, uh, I, don't know. I thought I, I know there's, I don't feel, out. I don't feel like there's anything more to do there except at some point they will, will they lure Samuel L. Jackson to make an appearance as Nick Sam Fury? Sam Jackson will do anything. So I don't see why not. That's true. Okay. I, I like to think he has integrity <laughs> and I, and I'm wrong. Um, Did you see snakes on a plane. I did. And it was fun, wasn't it? In places. I definitely enjoyed <laughs> Snake Vision. Um, and I enjoyed sitting down in a very tense round table with Samuel L. Jackson as a result of that film. Uh, but uh, also on the internet was the untitled web series starring a nameless... I can't remember the title of it. Uh, the first episode of untitled the, website, of the community a, Doctor Who parody. About an investigator who travels in Inspector space and time. Thing. Yes, but they can't call it Inspector Space Time because he was forbidden by NBC to oh, do it. Oh, so that guy continued to do it and is just calling it yes, non-titled. It's Space called Time. Untitled Siri Web Series about a character who travels through uh, space, space and time, and time and is yes. an inspector. Yes, yeah. or something like that. And it's yes. a it's a parody. It's not particularly the first episode set up a it bunch of stuff and it wasn't particularly, particularly funny. Clever. No, no. I, I did like the uh, the circuit chaps. I thought that it was, was a, yeah, but. Yeah. The thing is, why I, why you were for it and I was against it, and I, my reasoning still stands. Okay. Um, the concept was not created by this guy; it I was understand. created by Dan Harmon. And I consider, I'm sorry, I just think there are some things to stand up for. It is if he had done a if he had done a parody of the parody, which I know sounds too meta, but he's using the exact same costume. He's using the same the same. Uh, I thought the costume was new. Phone booth. Uh, he has a different assistant, yeah. But that assistant was actually implied in the last season of Community that he had a female that he traveled with too, and even and even if not, it's the Doctor. You know, it's parodying Doctor Who, so there's of course a lot of different companions. Yeah. So, you know, I I just didn't think it, that there was anything particularly clever, in, in, because it is it's too far moved, and you have to be coy about what everything is, and I, I you know. 
it's Mad Magazine level of just pointing out all the foibles of the show. It's like, well, by this point, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you've you know already pointed those out. Yeah. And what made Inspector Space Time funny was Abed. Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed loving that show. Yes. And so to be just this devoid thing, you know, it just, no, I, I didn't. I, I I didn't enjoy it, so meh, I your, should be your, the Grinch. Your dislike is coming through quite clearly. Is it good? Yes. I hope so. And I I, I I thought it was it was fluffy. It was. It was I now it hate was fun. it without even seeing. There well, you, you don't even like the original, so you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> I like the original Inspector Space Time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Did you see the Christmas special? Because that was awesome. This is terrible. I will watch it twice. I think that's what Troy said. <laughs> Just like yes, yes. Um. So. <laughs> We've gone through that. How about some wrestling? We there was just a little bit of there was an incident an on incident. Raw. We shall not yet call it tragedy Monday. because hopefully this. But it is uh, all the news I've seen is that Jerry the King Lawler is recovering from a Thank heart heavens. attack he had live on the air. Uh, it was reported on the news. My my dad saw this news report on the computer and was like, "Oh, that that King guy on wrestling had a heart attack." I was like, "What?" So of course I had to queue up the raw on the old dvr and i can't be 100 percent certain but it sounded like during a tag team match michael cole who is the play-by-play guy jerry lawler is the uh color color guy uh michael cole's talking and all of a sudden you hear like what sounds like snoring and then the camera angle changes and you see michael cole trying to help a collapsed Jerry Lawler up back into his seat. So it turns out he had a heart attack, collapsed out of his chair, and luckily they have EMTs and doctors on the scene because, you know, wrestlers break their necks all the time. Yeah. Uh, Rushed him to the hospital. He went and... I don't know if he ended up having surgery or if he just had oxygen and... You know, uh, I, I don't know. But, usually, uh, they don't, unless something blows out, they don't. Yeah. They don't do surgery. They will sometimes do like uh, up the vein kind of stenting. And I know they they were saying he had CT scans and some other stuff, but supposedly he's resting comfortably. There was a tweet from Jr. the former play by play guy saying that uh, he was resting comfortably, and they're saying there will be no brain damage. So good. Should be all right. Yeah. Okay. Good. To but hear. it was very creepy. Yeah. And the show went on, which, I mean, I don't know what you're going to do with a live show if somebody no, I mean, the gets same hurt. Thing, didn't keep didn't the same thing essentially happen when uh, the Hart brother uh, yes, died? Yes, at the pay-per-view, yeah. He fell from the ceiling and died, and they continued. And then there was the other guy, uh, the draws that broke his neck. They stretchered him out and continued the show. Yeah. I mean, there's well, not much you can to. do. No, yeah. they have to. The show must go on. Exactly. Heard that. Freddie Mercury would want it that way. Yes. Um, speaking of things you want that way, uh, you've got some game reviews for us this week. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, um, you want video game first or you want board game first? Um, let's go with the Avengers Initiative, the video game so the app. I'm going to queue this up and get your guys' reaction. This is a new iPad um, video game, the Avengers Initiative. So you and, showed me this last week. so And this is... Uh, basically, it starts off with the, the standard Marvel flipping through the comics. Now it will Which go even the iPhone games do yeah it'll it'll go back to the point where I was in the um, in the adventure basically it's a series of battles against uh, against Hulk style uh, opponents mm-hmm. so you have uh, Kree super soldiers and you've got Wendigo and you've got Ooh, Wendigo. Zacked 
the Zach's. big uh, Zach's. Um, Absorbing man, is he in there? I haven't come across him yet. I keep on dying at Zach's. But uh, <laughs> I think we have a podcast title. But they uh, <laughs> I keep on dying I like at Zach's. Um, I never quote myself in the titles. The uh, this one you can the so here you've got uh, there's Hulk and there's the Wendigo and you can pan around um, the area and if you can spot these crystal things you can pick them up or health packs and I think uh, there aren't any here now. Basically, you move toward the uh, the creature that you're going to fight, and this is not going to be. I'm doing this left-handed. That's supposed to be Wendigo. That's the Wendigo. That's their version of it. That's inaccurate. Yeah, I know. It's it's like <laughs> twice as big as the Hulk. But so you can you can sidestep. I'm going to get beaten here. Um, so I'm 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 moving my finger across the screen to do up and down fights and. But what's lovely about this is, you know, just take a close look at the graphics there. The the, uh, the graphics look sweet. It's just amazing, and the this is this is live in play graphics, which the mm. rendered stuff is even more beautiful. Um, the, this this is a little pricey for an for an iPhone or iPad game. It's about six bucks. Which, no, that's not pricey. It's, it's, though. It's, it's, it's just the a, Arkham Asylum game was the or Arkham City game lockdown was yeah. six ninety nine. It's what uh, I was going to say. It's just I was just trying to say it's a little bit more than what a lot of people are used to paying for games like two or three bucks. But what's going to happen with this is after you've bought the original game, every couple of weeks or months or something, they come out with a new Avenger. Oh, okay. That you just download into the game. Okay. So all the the they show at the beginning they show all the different Avengers and they show Cap and the uh, so it looks like as far as fighting games on the iPad iPhone uh, I think uh, yeah you just you just died. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can do that. I should mention we didn't really cover. I, I tweeted out when this, but uh, last week it was announced that. Uh, speaking of superhero games, uh, City of Heroes is coming to an end. They're yes. shutting down the servers, and there have been uh, there was a peaceful demonstration in Paragon City. Wow. of one hundred and fifty thousand users. How can you tell the difference between that and just people hanging out and uh, trying to make jokes? They were protesting. Okay, um, and so Did they make signs. You can't. I make, don't know if you can. <laughs> you make thought bubbles. Uh, thought bubbles. Yeah, we count of signs. So one hundred fifty thousand user users gathered. Wow. And uh, they are trying to convince NCSoft that they want to maintain the server. But I got to be honest, you know, it's like I read that and went, oh, because I did play City of Heroes fairly well. And I played I, I would, it a lot. Well, let's talk to Jason Shockett because he was really involved. Yeah. Now, years later, we can say, like, he was one of the mods. Like, you know when, who else we know was involved with Santa that? When Santa Claus would, would visit and give away things, that was Jason. That was how you and I met. Talking about city, was I was talking about City of You were on, on a panel podcast? of City of Heroes. I was in the audience, and I was one of the few people who played it. And oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You were there with I think with one of the NC Soft guys and Jason. I think so. I think yeah. so. And uh, and then uh, we had drinks and spent the night together. And wait. you and Jason? No, I was talking about you. Oh, uh, it's a black. Uh, uh, I use Rohypnol. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so oh, that was horrible of me. Just yeah, back away from that. I'm sorry. I've been hanging out with a lower class of people this week, not you guys. Um, High schoolers. No. <laughs> No, Ryan Moore, this is for you. You jerk, uh, you've ruined everything. Um, so, uh, yeah, I do recall that, but but that was and that was before. I think even before I started the podcast, it right, was just, right. Uh, just, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I used to play a lot, and then I've got—I'm not even been playing DC Universe Online for, for a while. But I, you know, that's—I moved to that. That's what I was waiting for. Was the game that was would allow me to play with heroes I knew. Yeah. Um, One of the first parties at Comic Con I went to was a City of Heroes party. A launch yeah. party, or it was the whatever their recent two years ago update was. They did uh, like Rebels or something like that. Something like you that. You know what it was? They never took my idea to do a City of Innocent Bystanders game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but you know who they'd else still be alive today? Uh, uh, John Lehman wrote for, for that. City of Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wrote for Champions. I thought he wrote for both. No, I think he just wrote for I thought Champions. I looked him up to see. Anyway. But they gave me free food, so I like City of Heroes. They were fine. I remember I went to their company, I went to the headquarters, interviewed them early on when they first launched. They, it was great. I know. loved it the year when they were the ones giving away the little uh, capes. Yeah. Yeah, they gave away <laughs> capes. They, I still have my... Uh, I can't remember the name of the character that w- their their main character super that, guy. No, there it was the not the Spartan, but something that he was had the powers of Zeus, and they had so they had a hero click. So I have the hero click yeah. for that, and they had a regular comic book too, which Mark Wade wrote for a little while. Mm-hmm. It was really good mm-hmm. from uh, Top Cow. Actually, did it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so we say goodbye to that. Unfortunately, maybe there's still the revival will still happen. I think it's like uh, it's well, got another month or so before they get shut people. down. Having their avatar stand in front of some place on a video game, yeah, you make a lot of noise. Yeah, you're at least going to get the national news, and that ha- and that noise is, "Mom, bring me more Kool Aid." Meatloaf. And then you have a board game review, and I see the board game right. just sitting there taunting me. Zombie side. Wait, is that me on the cover? Uh, this one is you in a zombie fashion. So no, no, I see on the side there. There's a fat guy with glasses. Just pick, just pick that box up <laughs> with the with an Uzi. Well, that's I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a it's a yeah, pretty. It. Doesn't that look like me? It does. It kind of does. It's disturbing. So this is this Ouch, is a this board is game. Are you broken my wrist? It's just recently come out. Um, this was a kick, Kickstarter project. I with don't this remember. kind of weight, it had better be like a mousetrap. Like so, it's a 3D game? Uh, well, it's <laughs> what it's got in it is uh, it's it's from a company called Cool Mini or Not. And I think they've primarily worked on uh, making mini fig- figures before. Um, but you have uh, – these are the characters you play. So you've got the, you've got the roller skating, chainsaw-toting waitress, the guy with two guns, sure, the guy with sure. the shotgun, the thug with the thug with two guns, the guy with – the hobo with the frying pan – and the goth chick with a samurai sword. I would be the hobo with the frying pan. Yeah. And then some of the stuff in here were um, were like uh, uh, Kickstarter extras, like these these ones which are knockoffs of uh, of some of some some of the knockoffs of movies, like El Cello, I think is Machete. Machete. Um, and we're back after a small technical problem. Well, days later, let's be honest about it's it. It's my, pro- my but fault. But the, uh, hey, these things happen. I should have shielded from cosmic radiation. Uh, I, or just check the battery. I knew it was going to be a problem eventually. I, you know, I was going to let this go lightly. Uh, so the upshot is that Zombie Side is the game that you highly recommend. Yeah, if you're looking for a nice cooperative uh, game where everyone's playing against the zombies... Uh, this is uh, this is uh, which I'd like to believe how that will play out. And I've actually played it since then as well. And I have to say, it's it's really a well thought through game. It's very fast and very well, fun. great. Well, all right, then I, that about wraps us up for this edition of the Fanboy Planet podcast. 
Uh, of course, we are available on iTunes. So if you got us that way, please go ahead and subscribe. Please go ahead and rate us. The other thing I'd say is, indeed, check us out through the Stitcher app and tell your friends. We, uh, we do like the Stitcher product, and that is available on your iPhone and your Android as well. And, of course, you can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com. If you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, anything at all, you want to criticize perhaps my religious stance from a couple of weeks ago, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com uh, or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And uh, for this episode and for all episodes in, in the future, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are missing Mr. Nate Costa, and of course across from me still in the Brett Cave. Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your powers, powers only for good. good. You know, we do good harmony that way. It is interesting. I never Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.